0: Welcome to the Spotlight series from the Do More Good podcast. You're listening to the Do More Good
1: podcast.
2: The Do More Good podcast. Uh, welcome to Do More Good podcast. Do more good. Do good. do more. Do more good podcast. Do more good podcast. That's what you want me to say. Yeah.
1: Okay. You are listening to the
0: Do More Good podcast. The Spotlight series celebrates the stars of the sector. We're taking 20 minutes to talk about whatever topic is on their mind. Head to domoregood.uk forward slash spotlight to find out more and book your own 15 minutes of fundraising fame.
1: Okay, here we are, James, back for another Spotlight episode of the Do More Good podcast. How are you doing? I'm good.
0: I'm fine. Thank you, Kenny as our listeners will be well aware I had a, a fairly big birthday recently and and suddenly not only me that has collapsed but all of my technology as well so we've um, we've spent the last 10 minutes trying to get a phone to work and headphones and microphones
1: and all sorts but well, we got there didn't we yeah we did yeah how's how it you're looking a bit trimmer this week actually have you been uh, on no. that old exercise bike and
0: <laughs> well no not really i've had a terrible week i've just been sat here pretty much 24 hours a day but yeah last oh. time for the benefit of our guest that i got a bit of a, a i'd say like a, a gentle ribbing about me putting on some weight so i just want to reassure listeners that i'm okay well
1: yeah, yeah I know. How how's your been? week been yeah yeah good uh, listeners of the show will remember when i had posh crisps i think during one of our episodes I, i've actually upped my game for our previous conversation, you know, at, at trying to eat a little bit healthier, so I've yeah. got eat real hummus crisps, lemon oh. and chili flavor for today. So, you know, look at them from a health store.
0: Other sponsorship opportunities are available <laughs> through the Do More Good podcast, but they still look very good.
1: They are, but no, mate, I'm same as you, I think, just look at the desk. But I was talking to someone today about the podcast and just about how it gives us a glimpse into the outside world and like you, you know you can you can read everything we all read websites we look at twitter you know but actually these conversations are a real highlight I know for, for both of us and I think today's guest won't let us down on, on that front so why should we should we introduce R- Rebecca Rebecca how are you doing?
2: Hi, yeah, I'm all right. I'm just listening to you two. I hope I flow as well as you two. I'm like, oh gosh, am I going to match these guys right now?
0: (laughs) That won't be difficult. Don't worry about that. That won't be hard. hard.
1: (laughs) So, Rebecca, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and your background.
2: Yeah, sure. So I currently work at the Stroke Association. I'm a relationship fundraiser there. Always been in the fundraising sector in charity. So worked at Parkinson's UK before and the British Heart Foundation. Always been in the sector. So that's me at the moment. And obviously, Pan Parade was created during the pandemic. And I know we're going to speak about that a bit more. So I'm running kind of the two obviously my role at Stroke Association and Pam Parade has like a little side hustle so really excited about talking about it more tonight and sharing it with people because I think that's one thing that I have found difficult and one of the challenges is being able to get it out there and, and share all the good that I'm doing and what we're doing as a family as well because it is a family project so I've got mum and dad involved brothers in everyone's doing it making these boxes
1: just about to start I mean before we were talking Rebecca so you said that you you were furloughed at the at at the start of the pandemic you've spent the last sort of six or seven months at home like a lot of people really difficult time Mm -hmm. and and you came up with this idea out of somewhere (laughs) like uh, tell 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 the listeners about where the idea come from and and what is Pan Parade
2: yeah so it was March just like every everyone else obviously we were told we were in lockdown by Boris and i was i was literally just sitting there quiet by myself having a little moment and thinking what can i do i cannot sit there and watch tv as much as i love watching a good netflix series like don't get me wrong i'm like loving the crown at the minute but i was like i can't do that For you know the potential of x amount of months we're going to be in this lockdown for
0: presumably you got to the end of tiger king first though right you watched all of tiger king and then decided yeah
2: yeah yeah. that that was just a given that's like when you first get netflix that's the first thing you should watch (laughs) and i think that really sets the tone of the rest of everything you're going to watch on netflix good but um yeah so i'm glad we got that settled i then thought okay i'm a fundraiser I'm great at building those relationships and talking to people. So what can I do for the NHS, essentially? So it went from there and I decided, okay, it's going to be really small. It was going to be local. So it was literally going to be one hospital in my local area, um, in SIGCUP, representing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that's what it was going to be. And then I so I reached out to a couple of businesses and just said, I'm going to give to my... Local hospital. Have you got any kind of products that you guys are not using anymore that we we could, you know, I could nab off you that I can put in some cute little gift boxes basically and and send to the hospital. And then the products started to come in, and I started to really enjoy just the thrill of getting a yes from these businesses. I felt like kind of Sir Alan Sugar or in The Apprentice. <laughs> Like I felt like I was in a boardroom, like I was quite excited by this whole situation and I was like, I feel like top Karen Brady businesswoman. So yeah, I wanted to like carry that on. So I kind of I used to get really obsessed with like writing these emails. So like my mum would be like, Oh, are you okay? Like you're off to bed now. And I was like, It was like one in the morning, but I've just got to do a few more emails. Like it just got really I obsessed with it in a great way because I kept in the morning I'd wake up and all these yeses emails would come through and I'd be like come on so yeah it was like epic so yeah they just kept coming through and it just started really building from there really like it was awesome
0: and so where were you running the operation from where was your Karen Brady boardroom
2: yeah it literally was in my house
0: so when companies were saying yes and they were sending you through the, the products for the boxes, which we'll get to and, and, and where they end up going to, where the, where was the product coming to? How are you How are you organizing this?
2: Yeah, so we have like literally a little side alley down the side of my poor mum and dad's little terrace house, and we are stocking <laughs> these boxes down the side alley, which is usually my dad's like DIY side alley. And just a shout out now, big up my dad for being so patient with me because. <laughs> honestly like every day the doorbell was going at one point we got like a huge lorry load of soap <laughs> and I'm talking I think it, I can't remember like it was a few ton of soap and I remember talking to the soap guy the, the business and being like so how much can you give us and they're like yeah a few tons of soap and I, I that day I'd had like a quick walk and I'd saw a cement bag that said like X amount of tons of cement and I compared it to that and I was like that weren't that big like we oh, definitely fit that in the house and then it turned up really early I think it was like 7 a.m. and like no one was like no one was around and I was just like This man just turned out this lorry and had like X amount of tons of soap and they poured everywhere. It started raining and there was like bubbles forming. So the street essentially was going to be a bubble bath. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? But I managed somehow with my strength, I honestly, I think I've literally, I didn't need the gym. It was epic. (laughs) I was carrying these boxes into the side alley, basically, And there was just soap everywhere. Honestly, it was my, my, I have a next door neighbour and he's quite elderly and he walked past. He saw the soap all over the road and he just looked at me and laughed and went enjoy your bubbles and walked off. And I was like, thank (laughs) you for your support there. That's the kind of community spirit
0: that we have seen this year. That's what you need. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, and then everyone just kind of, all my neighbours were like curtain twitching, wondering what I was doing. You can just imagine probably some of the conversations they're having, like why she got 3000 face creams. Like, does she really need that? (laughs) So so what sort of products
0: were you getting through? You've got face creams, you've got 48 tons of soap. Oh,
2: Yeah. yeah. So chocolate, candles. We got some products for guys. They were called Below the Belt. So they're essentially for chafing and all that. And and obviously that does happen. Like, let's not hide it. Especially if you're a doctor and you're on an X amount of shift, you might be chafing down there. And I was going to cover that. I was going to help. So we got those. (laughs) So we got a whole range of, and that was really important to me, I think. I think the thing was, it was, I didn't just want it to be a classic beauty box. I wanted there to be something in there for everyone. Mm. So we had pieces of art. We had board games. Honestly, the list is endless. Wow. I'd say, yeah, I'd say by the end of it, we had got around around sixty thousand pounds worth of product. So we'd yeah. gone
1: into lockdown. You'd, you'd been furloughed from work. You were a relationship fundraiser, community mm-hmm. fundraiser before, yeah. so you you knew you had the skills to kind of yeah. do something. You were feeling like, well, I'm not just going to sit here and do nothing. There's obviously the NHS workers, there's the local hospital that you wanted to support. You started firing out all these emails, got all of these products. Then what what happens? You start sending them out. Did it just do that hospital and that and that was it, or did it did it kind of carry on?
2: Yeah, it got to a point obviously where I had so much product. My family are like, we need to stop, and I was like, but do we? But do we though? <laughs> but I generally thought, okay, this is this is it. And then I made a decision. I was like, how am I gonna best get it like connect with hospitals and NHS staff? That was really what I was worried about. I think that was the main worry was kind of connecting with with NHS staff and, and being able mm. to get these boxes to these hospitals. So I used Instagram. Yeah, so I made a post. And basically got a few well-known um, fashion clothing brand type Instagram accounts who have got loads of followers to help me basically post them on Instagram, a post. So the post basically said nominate your team or nominate a team, include the postcode, include you know the hospital address and who your team is. And then from the post, I think got about 800 and odd comments on it which was epic, and then I also got a few fashion bloggers, you know, repost it and stuff, which was awesome, which I did not expect, because so I'm really not that type of person to be like, you know, and like you post something, can you at someone on Instagram, and you think, oh, imagine if Gordon Ramsay got back to me, but they never do, you know, like that's the dream for me, Gordon Ramsay just getting back to me, but yeah, when they, when these fashion bloggers were actually sharing it it was like wow okay this is something that people really do believe in which was awesome
0: looking at your instagram feeds you, you've then got content of people receiving these boxes and they're all smiling including a couple of the guys are looking confused yeah. maybe perhaps it's some of the below the belt stuff but yeah but, <laughs> yeah. but everyone's and then it suddenly you get the momentum and it really starts to grow
2: yeah like it was incredible so yeah as as you said these these Box, so I, we, me and my family picked those nominations. The boxes were going off. We got some help as well off a housing association, as well. They helped basically with the logistics of getting the boxes to where they needed to be. They were sent off left, right, and center all around the country. So I'm talking Scotland to Wales. I wanted to do Ireland as well. So one of my goals was to get the Pan Parade boxes across the Irish Sea that was like a little mini goal of mine and um, so we did and yeah so it wasn't just a London thing where you know where I'm based it was a UK nationwide and that's what I wanted it to be like when it got big I thought I wanted to hit every part of the country I want everyone to experience this you know mm. because it's really no matter what hospital you're going to be in it's going to be you know pretty rough going I think during that period especially when it first all kicked off so mm-hmm. I just really wanted to make sure that we could hit as many hospitals around the UK as as we could and we even got companies you know um, packing companies designed a bespoke box that said NHS pamper boxes on it and printed them for free and got all those as well like wow. it's just just kept the support just kept coming in
1: such an amazing story i mean i know we've kind of you know there's some well publicized outcomes of of the whole covid situation but it just shows you went from a small idea sat on your couch your dad's diy alley is it still called the diy alley or is it now rebecca's rebecca's
2: alley yeah it's still got like a little bit of a layer of soap on the floor like <laughs> wax <laughs> like there's just still a little bit of wax and it constantly smells of lavender oh, so goodness. yeah which is really nice and that like, we we packed the boxes actually at my dad's work because they had a huge meeting room and it's really close by to our house so he actually gave up um the meeting room so yeah he works for peabody the housing association so they really supported us in giving us that meeting room basically and again that meeting room he tells me now just constantly smells of lavender which is nice you know <laughs> the guys love it
1: <laughs> so you put all this together and, and I mean it sounds like you, you you started your own social media campaign accidentally or not you got influences involved you got other housing associations involved you went across the UK I mean you basically started from nothing and created a movement what did you learn along the way? What did you learn about yourself along the way, particularly when you had the fact that you were furloughed at the same time?
2: Yeah, I think I think before that, I had a little bit... There was always a little bit of self-doubt with me, like, oh, am, am I good enough? You know, can I do this? Am, am I good at my job? You know, there was... I've always had that, I think. Like, I think people... Like imposter syndrome, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I think... I'm really like that in, you know, I'm always cracking jokes, always having a bit of a laugh and people know me for that. But there is that part of me where I'm a little bit like, oh, you know, there's always, it always creeps up on you. And I think that happens to everyone at some point, but yeah, this is like kind of really made me believe in myself a lot more. I think that actually, yeah, you know what, I can do this. And I'm pretty happy with where I am and I'm really content. And I'm so glad I found like the sector and I found fundraising and it's just me it's who I am like I love a good natter and a chin wagon, getting a cup of tea with a supporter and and having that and I miss that so much while on furlough Mm. but being able to have the NHS boxes and pan parade has really helped me through that and being able to still connect and and learn you know so yeah Mm. I think that's definitely what I learned about myself.
0: And and what happens now? But it's still going strong, and uh, you're back at work. So how yeah. are you juggling the two?
2: Well, <laughs> hmm. well, it's officially now a community interest company, um, and it's non-profit as well. I don't get any anything from it. There is no money in it for me, which is fine. You know, it's, I'm I'm there. I'm 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 helping people, which is great. We have a website which my brother helped me with. Big up the bro. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we have that. We've got a website, we've got a little Instagram page and yeah, we're growing really slowly, which is nice. Um, we've still got, we totally rely still on businesses donating products. It's more running like a business now because that's what I had to do. So to be able to keep this going, obviously I needed some sort of income coming in to be able to send the boxes out and the logistics and all of that stuff so people the public can buy their own pamper box for 13 pounds and it will include five products five lovely products and all of these products have been donated which is fab and then all of that 13 pounds will basically go towards sending out more pamper boxes the logistics of it and yeah, and then they can nominate on the website when they're buying their box, they can nominate a cause, and then each month we pick a call. So it might be, like we said, an NHS team, it could be um, a charity, it could be a community group.
0: There, was a, there were boxes that went out to St John's Hospice. which was lovely to see. And that's not the reason we've invited you on, but it certainly landed very well at our hospice in Bedford. Yeah,
2: awesome. Yeah, so they are publicly nominated on the website and, Mm. and that's who we chose and went for. And yeah, a batch of boxes went off to to those guys and the team. And then obviously, because of the second lockdown, I decided to do a few more NHS boxes. Mm-hmm. So um, recently put up a post about a week ago and said, I'm doing more boxes. Anyone want to nominate their teams? Got a few nominations again and picked four hospitals to send a few more batches of boxes so that's what we're do- I'm doing as well so we're just I'm basically reacting to how this year goes so when lockdowns come you know we'll we'll try and support the NHS again with these boxes and so I'm just reacting to everything because it's just like everyone else as I said the whole family are mucking in and yeah.
1: <laughs> what would you say Rebecca I mean if there's someone listening to this and you know they've heard you have the spark of an idea and kind of see it develop into something that you never even thought it would someone sitting at home maybe listening thinking oh I had an idea I wish I'd I wish I'd done that but they'd never quite taken the leap what would you what would you say to them
2: first of all I'd say don't listen to me and think Oh, yeah. It's a classic story. She just got lucky. It never happens to me. Fashion bloggers, all of that kind of... I would have been that cynical person, 100%. I am a very normal, average person. Like, day to day, I get up, I have my toast and my cornflakes and watching a bit of Loose Women. Not during work, (laughs) by the way, if any stroke association are listening. But, yeah. So, if you've got an idea, honestly, run with it pleased because you don't know what's going to happen and actually if what it just takes one person to believe in that idea and to believe in what you're doing the journey honestly will be great because it you know what fuels it is the passion and Mm. your love and your excitement for it and I found my love and excitement and my spark and my magic in this and because of that that's why for me I've realized that's why it exploded Uh, and whether that's the small idea within work whether that's just building up the confidence to be like in this meeting I really want to say something but I'm a little bit nervous about it say it I am saying so much right now at work poor stroke association they hear me on zoom now saying how I feel whereas before maybe Pam parade I was you know a quiet little soul at work and maybe didn't say as much I don't so, believe that Rebecca no okay <laughs> there's in certain respects so maybe yeah I know, what you, the mean, Christmas I know stew, what you mean they may have seen me busting some moves you know but <laughs> in work maybe in a meeting I would kind of not yeah, yeah, yeah. say as much you know because a little bit worried about what if I sound silly you know I'm having mm-hmm. that blonde moment you know mm-hmm. so but yeah that's what I would suggest and just just go with it because you just don't know where it's going to lead.
1: That is—it's an amazing story, Rebecca, and you know you're such a brilliant character, and I think you used so many great words to kind of describe, you know, passion, love, excited, spark, <laughs> magic. But the only one word that I have to describe you at this point and what you've achieved is epic, because you've used that as well. And you know, thank you so much for, it, for what you've done, and and I think it just shows the passion of fundraisers, right? Is you know you you've got 100%. some skills but you do it because you love it and I'm sure you've made you've put a smile on many faces you've certainly put a smile on James and I's face today and I'm sure you've put a smile on lots of other people's faces as well so thank you
0: once your dad forgives you he might smile as well
2: <laughs> yeah. he's still helping me so these boxes that are being delivered dad's there helping me deliver them at the Hermes store he smiles inside it's fine
1: oh, good. <laughs> Perfect note to wrap it up on. Rebecca, thank you so much. James, any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, we just gotta get it to Gordon Ramsay, haven't we? Let's let's just tag him in everything we do to share this and, and see if we can get a response.
1: Yeah, please absolutely. Do, please. Thank you Lovely very much stuff. for your time, Rebecca. Great to thank meet you. you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Spotlight series from the Do More Good podcast. You can find our main episodes at doomorgood.uk on Twitter and Instagram at DoMoreGoodPod. If you fancy featuring on Spotlight then head to domoregood.uk forward slash spotlight and get in touch. We'll speak to you soon.